Hey everybody, welcome to Deciphered Media. Uh, this is episode number 18 with Jay Korn, um, and the first episode of 2021. I know for a lot of you, you've had a, a rough 2020, so uh, hopefully this is uh, something to kind of start a bit of a positive note for the new year. Um, even though we do get into a lot of uh, political discussion in this episode. Um, Jake and I sit down and talk a lot about um, um, his music he's been creating um, with his bands, Nafel and Space Weather, um, as well as sort of this volatile uh, political climate that's been going on. We filmed this right around uh, election time uh, last November. And so th that was basically you know, everything in the news cycle. And it's just like, it's, it gets to the point where it's just so distracting. You know, you just can't ignore what's going on. And it, we also talk about how that kind of affects things as, as an artist or as a musician. So it was a, a very interesting discussion that sort of leans a little more into the political side of things. You know, it, it makes it very interesting to kind of see that perspective of things um, as a creator, as an artist, as a musician, you know, as whoever, you know, you know, you are, um, this, this is something that affects you. Um, so we, we talk about that a lot. And then, like I said, we, we talk about Jake's new projects, um, that he's working on with his, his two bands, basically what's going to be coming up, um, in terms of releases, um, in, into this new year. And yeah, just some playful banter between the two of us and basically just um, catching up on what's been going on in our lives since uh, the last time we worked together. So it was a very awesome discussion. You know, I'm always happy to sit down and talk with Jake um, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy this discussion as well. So without further ado, this is Decipher the Media, episode number 18 with Jake Horn. Enjoy. Hello? Hello? Okay. Wah wah wee wah. Yeah. Did you see the new Borat? I did not yet. Oh, I, I haven't even seen see the original it. Borat. I've oh only seen God. clips from, from you, the original. You gotta see it. Sasha Baron Cohen is like a genius. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just like, I know there's parts from that that are like really disgusting and i don't know if i can handle that oh but. no bruno is bruno is the really disgusting one. Oh, really that's the one where he like is like the gay austrian dude yeah. who does all kinds of crazy stuff like bruno is just or no uh borat is more like just like just political satire type yeah, stuff yeah there's there's a few parts that have like where he's like purposely because like the country he's from is like obviously like in the middle east so he says like a few like anti-semitic things but like they're super lighthearted, and it's like not like super like yeah things it's just like the, the things that he says are just like 
It's hilarious. I yeah. love it. I just know that there's that one like Rudy Giuliani thing. That, oh no, that, that's in the new Borat movie. The, the like everyone keeps one. talking about mm-hmm. that I ha- I haven't seen, but it's like gotten so much. Oh yeah, it is like, he coverage. Bait- oh yeah, he baited a bunch of politicians out into doing shit that they thought they were doing in private, and they were doing it <laughs> on camera, and he fucking exposed them all for it. I mean, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something somebody needs to be doing yeah and he's like i'm surprised he hasn't like been like attempted to be assassinated with like the amount of political people he's thrown under the bus and shit just it's amazing yeah i mean i don't even know like yeah that's i guess probably because he's such a big figure like that would definitely not mm-hmm. go unnoticed yeah if he did like and, <laughs> and the thing is like even if somebody did do that people would just be like oh yeah oh conspiracy it would just add to the conspiracy thing yeah just, it would just go you know, down the same route as the Epstein stuff. Yeah. Which I actually talked about on one of my last podcasts. It was kind of funny. That's what me and Dan were talking about the other day. We went and seen Tenet, and we went and, like, had, like, a bro date afterwards at P.F. Chang's. And yeah. And me and Dan were just kind of talking about, like, all this crazy shit that's happening in the country. And that's one of the things we were talking about is, like, the whole, like, Alex Jones kind of stuff. And Oof. Alex Jones. Jeffrey man. Epstein stuff. That's wild. Have you seen the the was it the Alex Jones video where making he's, the frogs gay? Yeah, making it, it's like a remix though. It's just like a song remix mm-hmm. of, of it. It's just like the best thing ever. Oh God, he's a nut, oh, yeah. nut job. Yeah, I saw somebody when I was driving down the road the other day had like an Alex Jones sticker on there. Really? Yeah, they had like their like I don't know, like a bunch of like conservative stuff, and then Alex Jones. I was like, oh. Jesus. <laughs> Like, they're too far gone. <laughs> that person is too far gone. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, all that shit is just insane. I'm just glad. I, I hope that it's we're almost done with all this this shit. Yeah. The, I'm sick of hearing Like, his... election stuff and whatnot, and I just... Yeah. I'm ready you know. to not have to pay attention to politics yeah. again. Like, how it was with Obama. Like, we didn't have to worry about and talk about shit, yeah. like, every day. It's it was like, just, like... You turn on the news, and you're just, like, you're clenching your cheeks because you just don't know, yeah. like, what to expect. Yeah. Like, oh, this has happened on Twitter today. A war ignited from Twitter. It's just, like, what? Just, like, the beginning of this year when there was, like, all that World War Three stuff going on. You're just, mm-hmm. like, what the hell just happened? Yep. And this whole fucking year has just been <laughs> garbage the whole entire fucking year. I was like, what did, what did we just enter into? Mm-hmm. And it's just been, yeah, it's just been that keeping that trend the entire year. Nonstop shit. So, oh boy. Oh, Only, yeah. what, a little less than two months left. But, you know, pe- people don't understand that just because it's going to turn 2021 doesn't mean that everything's just going to automatically be fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to, we might end up in more crazy shit next year for one reason or another. Yep. Not even politically, but like just in general. Like, yep. Like this pandemic. God, I don't know. It's been terrible. Yeah. It's been fucking horrible. Like, I don't know when, because people are projecting now. It's just like every time I hear it, it's like they keep pushing back when we might have like a vaccine or something like that. And now it's like we might not see something until like next fall or some shit like that. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. And we're at their mercy. We're at everybody's mercy. And it's just like the people who just don't have the patience for that. They're just making, going crazy about it. and Making it worse and yeah. anti-maskers and shit. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Like it's, it's terrible. Yeah. 
Yep. But people are terrible. People are terrible. Uh, but you know what's not terrible? This podcast. Oh, well, thanks. I, I was going to say something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was going to say you or Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I, I'm, I'm definitely not the kind of person to gas myself up like that. <laughs> but uh, appreciate that. So, um, yeah, what, uh, what have you been up to? Nothing much. Just kind of working and mm-hmm. working on band stuff, working on the, the new Nafel single that we're going to be releasing in the next month or two yeah i think the last uh nfl stuff that i had on my podcast it was with dan so he was the last one to talk about i think that was right before you guys released your last ep mm-hmm. i had you guys on and we talked about it i think even before we shot the music video yeah i think that was before the music video shoot so that was a while that was a year ago at this point but uh mm-hmm. yeah so you guys have that out the door now um which congratulations if I didn't get a chance to say that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, and yeah, you're already working on new stuff, which is cool. Yep. We got a uh, four song EP that we're working on uh, making demos for right now. Yeah. And we have the uh, remaster of Fortitude from our original EP Echoes that will be getting mixed and mastered here soon. That's awesome. From our yeah. friend uh, Jimmy Glass at uh, Glass House Recordings. <laughs> Awesome. So, with do you have like an ETA on those, or are you just kind of because of? I mean, I know things have been crazy with. Yeah, things have been just uh, hectic with everything, but uh, we're working on it. And Jimmy's handling some stuff. We're all handling some stuff, and Thank Fortitude will be out before the end of the year. Oh, so that's good. Definitely be out in like the next like month or two. Should be out before December. Yeah, hopefully, because it's not like it's like an album or it's like a single for an album or anything. So we're just as soon as it's done. Yeah, it's just its own thing. And we're dropping it basically yeah, as soon as it's ready. That's gonna be that, and then you can get to promote it and all that stuff. And yeah. Hopefully, you know. I mean, I don't know when they, they probably no time soon. They'll be doing live shows again, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I can't wait for live shows because we had both Nafel and Space Weather had a lot of uh, shows and things booked yeah. and ready to go. And just this whole pandemic kind of smothered all that. Did for everybody, every band. So yeah, I'm sympathetic for everybody in a band right it's, now. It's unfortunate because the, the live music scene is sort of getting hit hard right now oh yeah yep like, all these venues, venues are closing the racks is closed oh, the all racks. these places i was so heartbroken by the racks oh yeah like that was one of my favorite places to go and when i got that news that was just that was terrible mm-hmm. i thought i silenced my phone no it was me no, yeah, maybe you that was me oh i'm a terrible surprised you, have, surprised you have service out here well, sometimes it just takes a while to get here mm-hmm. if I do get something. You just got a bulk of, like, 30 messages all yeah. at once. It's basically what happens. Um, yeah. Oh, that's the loudest sound on earth. <laughs> I just don't even know what's... Your giant drumsticks. Yeah, hey, I don't know what to do with these. I, I want to do something with them, but I don't know. And record something with them, or... Yeah, just go over and hit my drums. I can hit, reach my drums from here. <laughs> Why can I not? I just like baseball bat. I think if I set it to do not disturb, it'll not do that. Or just sit it over it's here. Like, so it's not vibrating on the table. Like you doing practicing your paradiddles, or are you like home defense system? Because <laughs> it's both of those. 
You can go go to bat with that. Oh yeah. Oh. So, do you have any uh, questions or anything lined up? Anything specific you had lined up to talk about? No. Um, you just kind of just roll with it when yeah, you. Yeah, just kind of roll with it. Hmm. I was thinking about where where we just left off with that before. Band stuff, basically. Yeah, like band the stuff. Whole scene and everything. Yeah, because the Rex Rex. Um, closed and that was real devastating and they, they've been trying to do like a whole bunch of funds which i saw like they, they uh, post that um and then other places are like trying to do different things for for profit now like they'll have like food and stuff they'll try to sell and deliver yeah. delivery for food and like spirit does a lot of that on like weekends they'll do <laughs> like food delivery services i see them posting about stuff yeah they need to everybody like <clears throat> that's one thing i was bummed about when the uh when the wrecks went down was like i wish they would have like they announced that it was closing and they like a week or so before that they had posted a thing like oh here's a like donate funds to like help our like employees or whatever like everybody who's laid off yeah this. but like nobody really posts anything saying like hey the venue is possibly like in trouble like why not just like kind of suck up your pride a little bit and just kind of make a post a thing and be like hey like here's a fundraiser like here's a go fund me or something to help maybe pay our bills for like a little bit longer or something like that but i guess with like the like the like how you can't predict how long this is going to last i guess they don't want to have that like weight on everybody's shoulders and like the scene's shoulders to keep the venue alive unless they had a plan for like going somewhere else with it or something kind of like how the altar bar did altar bar just kind of didn't renew their lease and went to uh the roxy and now they're i'm pretty sure the, the, oh the that's Al- the same people yeah oh, i've seen a lot that. of the same staff from the altar bar working at roxy and doing sound and stuff like that so it oh. looks like the altar bar is kind of shifted to a newer way nicer venue yeah and they probably needed it too because that that uh from what i heard that church was kind of garbage to oh yeah to like play in because the, the acoustics in there were just terrible mm-hmm. it was it, not designed to i feel like it wasn't necessarily even the acoustics i feel like it was the structure of the building because like there were yeah. shows where like they'd be like all right everybody jump everybody jump like get off your feet and you jump and like if you were downstairs taking a piss or something dude you heard that whole entire place like boom boom like it like, sounded mm. like the whole place was about to come well, that was the thing that like everybody complained about was like like all the like the sound would like absorb into like the bathrooms downstairs mm-hmm. so like you had to ha- it had to be super loud in that room yeah and that's what it always was was loud <laughs> those shows the altar bar but that's the roxians like they'll probably the loudest venue in the entire city i've seen yeah i think i've seen like three shows there since they've started i haven't actually i was supposed to go see a show at some point yeah probably before the pandemic happened and then that probably got canceled but yeah, I haven't been there yet. Every show I saw there was, I had to, if I didn't have my earplugs in, I was like miserable the whole time because it was just like hurting my ears how loud it was. Like, just, really? I don't know if it's the acoustics or what, but. That's the thing about some of those venues. It's just like, depending on the size or just how they're laid out or how much they, they kind of structure it for the sound, mm-hmm. you know, it can be a, like real just deafening oh yeah and it just kind of takes away from the experience like the smiling moose kind of does that like i've i've been like half deaf for like two days after going to a show there Mm -hmm. because it's just like it's kind of a smaller room so it just like more sound just kind of pumps into there and Mm -hmm. just like if you're not wearing like 
earplugs or anything like that. Oh, it yeah. just like messes with your hearing so bad. That's why I highly advocate for people to get like those eargasm things. You can get them like Amazon. They're like 30 bucks or something. You yeah. Plug them in. Like they're the high fidelity things to where we can be sitting here having a conversation perfectly fine. Nothing it like doesn't stop that. Basically just like knocks out like dangerous like high and low frequencies. Yeah. You throw those things in. It's Are those just those like... ones that have like the little funnel thing in them? You like mm-hmm. plug them in and they like they just have like this little this little earpiece that mm-hmm. like it'll just filter. Yeah. Okay, I think I have a set like that. Yeah, like you have like a little thing. I have one on my keychain actually on my keys where like I just like I'm at a show. It's the most convenient place to have them is on your keychain. Unscrew it, pop both of them in and like I can sit there and talk yeah. to people but like I can hear the music like more like clearly when I have those in and it's not like I'm just being like bombarded my ears don't hurt and I don't have a migraine afterwards I just like walk out yeah. and I like, feel a thousand times better from definitely, having those that's in. definitely happened to me before I was at like a show at Spirits and like the sound was like the sound and the vibration was just like so bad for this one band because they were just like so like just the way that they play was like so like I don't know what the, the word I'm looking for, like really persistent, like a, a very persistent, like loud noise. Yeah, it was like just monotonous, kind of like the same tone, like coming at you yeah. the whole time. It, it actually started to like make me sick because it kept like vibrating like my stomach. And yep. like, I was just like, I was like, oh, I might have to throw up. I'll be right back. Yeah, dude, I've been to shows like that and before, just like, like in stage AE and stuff where I'm like seeing somebody and just like, if it's like bass or something like that, just like at a certain pace, like almost like, like rivals your heart rate and stuff and it just like kind of gets you like yeah worked up and i've gotten sick from like really high bass stuff yeah so, so yeah i understand that to say i was not a fan of that band but yeah luckily they were like the first band that played so their set was pretty short yeah i've been to those shows before where it's like buck cherry opens up and it's like <laughs> it's like all right let's get the uh get the clown show out of here like you see all their fans and stuff just like get out of here oh yeah trapped look there's trapped in there two (laughs) two fans that they have yeah trapped they're a good band (laughs) good fan base i heard or i read somewhere where where did i hear somebody was like trying to talk up trapped and i was just like oh no Mm. don't yeah why are you defending them yeah don't defend they don't even defend them i don't even think trap defends themselves they just like kind of spew and throw whatever they have going on out there and just, just wild kinda, wild whatever and yeah just, just like super right wing yeah like rhetoric stuff and it's just kind of like ugh. no one yeah. wants to hear that you have no platform to talk you had like one song that was a hit yeah and literally a, like riding off of headstrong for the rest of their career yeah, yeah. i mean granted i i listened to them uh, when I was in high school, I think I listened to them for a while, but I just like, I listened to a lot of garbage in high school. So everybody did like when the radio is blasting headstrong, you ain't going to turn that off. Like that. like I had CDs for trapped Nickelback, all oh, the, yeah. all the greatest hits, um, mm-hmm. Creed, um, Avenged Sevenfold. We've all been there. Yeah. It was, uh, before I got out of that phase of my life of genetic the only band that i really still appreciate to this day out of that group was probably lincoln park oh like yeah I still, dude, still. I mean, I, not as much their newer stuff but like their their first two albums are just like unrivaled yeah i defend them still till this day on like facebook and social media talking about new metal and stuff people always talk about those genres and that's like i was like but i was probably really don't even have an opinion from then because i was like 
six when hybrid theory came out so yeah. like i'm like going to middle school with my hair spiked up wearing polo shirts thinking i'm relating to chester bennington's lyrics about like <laughs> depression that he's dealt with his entire life yeah. and i'm six years old like living oh, my best geez. life like outside collecting grasshoppers and blades of grass and yeah he's singing about like how he's dealt with this shit his whole entire life and everything and i'm just Man, like i'm like yeah this is the best and that just hits hard when you think about like him you know committing suicide and yeah. stuff like that like mm -hmm. that just like makes it so much more of a powerful message yeah like what what type of struggle he was really going through and mm -hmm. like makes you really think about those lyrics and it's you know oh yeah and every single song it's like he and i mean he knew what he was doing and he essentially made a career off of his own suffering like he yeah knew what he was dealing with and dealt with it obviously as long as he could for what yeah. he did but i mean and it bums me out whenever i hear people like get mad and, like people are like oh yeah like he had all that money he has all those kids and like like how could he possibly do that could people seeing it from their standpoint yeah people and don't I'm just understand like, like what it's like to exactly go through that yeah like money doesn't like cure depression like that's yeah. the number one like that should be everybody's like, clue like, yeah that it's money like, isn't oh, gonna just, you know it's like somebody who's just like tells you to cheer up when you have depression it's like that's not how that works at all yeah it's literally like a chemical imbalance in your body that mm -hmm. like you can't control and honestly i mean you can control i feel like it's a 50 50 because like i feel like your chemical imbalance is like an exact like a chemical reaction to like what you do with your time and like what you think about constantly because if you're working the same job and you're doing like the same pattern thing every day for so long i feel like eventually your body just gets to like uh mm -hmm. like gets put on autopilot and then whenever you try to think outside of like wow like what have i done and try to reflect on things that you've like gotten done and stuff like that's kind of just like a like how i've been like certain during this whole pandemic i had so many things i wanted to get done so many projects and everything and then when i went back to work and i worked even on my time off like there's nothing to do there's nowhere to go nothing to do it's just everything has just been like at yeah. a standstill and sucks and i mean that's that's kind of like how i've been is like like when that all started it just like everything got like all the all the things i had planned just got put to a halt and like i just like got into a routine where i just like for a while i just didn't want to i didn't have the like motivation to really do anything cuz it's just like that you it, it was that state of mind where you get, you know, you're, you're stuck at home. There's no, nowhere to go, nothing to really do. You're not supposed to be going out and, you know, seeing people and stuff like that. And then like you, um, like you just kind of get into slip into like this, this state of mind that you just get comfortable with mm -hmm. where, you know, you're just kind of just like, eh, whatever. And I'll yeah. just like ride it out and, you know, just kind of for the, for the long haul yeah i mean that's how it was i feel like for everybody and it didn't help that like everything coming together now it's like seasonal depression is stacking on top of like mm. regular depression and it's just like the changing of the seasons i went from like feeling like okay to like feeling like tired like below okay like now every day i'm just like feeling like garbage i just come home like no matter what feeling just of like this weight on my shoulders and I'm like I'm just like everything's just telling me go to sleep take a nap go to sleep you're tired and it's just like when you look outside and it gets dark at 4 30 5 o'clock now yeah and like the only thing that we had to look forward to back then was like oh you can go outside there's some activities you can go do you can go run or go do anything and it's obviously we have this weird spell of like warm weather going into fall but like I've already mentally prepared myself <laughs> 
yeah. for pumpkin spice just and like, 40 degree weather and raining and wet feet. Yeah. And none of that is happening right now. So it's like, it's weird. You already have that state of mind and it's just like yeah. November and all of a sudden we're back into 70 degrees. Yeah. It's like summer and like we're talking about like football playoffs and everything like that. And I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> and hockey just ended like a month or two ago and hockey usually ends in June and when yeah. hockey came back it was it was weird and especially sucked for for penguins for Pittsburgh people for penguins fans cuz the penguins came back playing awful and the steelers came back playing the best football they've ever played which yeah. like, they're playing right now hopefully they uh <laughs> this dub against the Cowboys. I don't even know what the score is because we're recording this right now. Yeah, I don't pay attention to yeah. sports at all. So I usually don't pay attention to football this time of year because usually hockey's happening. Yeah. So I don't have to pay attention to football because usually the Steelers are choking like crazy. But this year it just works out that they're killing it when hockey's not happening. So it's yeah, a win. it's a win. It's entertainment. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I understand people who love to support their local teams and whatnot. It's just like I've never been much of a sports guy. So, like, yeah. outside of, like, I've gone to a couple hockey games back in my day, in yeah. my prime. And, uh, um, yeah, I don't really miss any of it. So, yeah, no, I played I sports you. in high school, but that was about it. So mm-hmm. I played baseball when I was real young for, like, nine years. I played, I wrestled for a few years. I played hockey in high school. And I've basically just been playing hockey since. And just yeah. recently this year with COVID happening, I got into disc golf. A few of my friends got me into that. Oh, my God. And I have just been absolutely loving that, which I guess it's like a whole thing that happens in your late 20s and early 30s that you just get into disc golf because, like, everybody that does it is, like, the same age as me or older. And I'm just like... I didn't even know oh what the sport was. Yeah, it's it's weird because it came out of nowhere for me, and people just started talking about disc golf, and I'm like, what what the fuck is dif- disc golf? Did mm-hmm. they, did somebody just make this up all of a sudden, yeah. and then like it just became a thing? And like, that's what I. Why thought. have I never heard of this? Like in my entire life, mm-hmm. but now everybody's playing it, and and uh, that and like axe throwing, axe throwing like became like a big thing. Like people just like all of a sudden now there's all these places you can go. They just like toss like axes at like. Mm-hmm. targets and shit and i'm just like i don't understand this at all or why it became a thing but yeah i guess it gives people stuff to do <laughs> exactly people like throwing stuff i mean whether you're throwing an axe or throwing a frisbee at a tree yeah it's, pick your poison basically i'd rather just like go to dave and buster's or something like that but <laughs> exactly to yeah. each his own and mm-hmm. i guess now's not really a good time to go to Dave and Buster's, but yeah, oh, that Dave was a, and Buster's even open right now with all this happening. Their arcade probably isn't because everybody touching things. And mm, that's a good that point. Shit. I don't know. But then again, I mean, I'm pretty sure most places are open. I just didn't really look back into because, like, I just found out like last night that like bowling alleys and stuff are open right now with like public bowling balls. Like, yeah, bowling alleys are open. Then Dave and Buster's has got to be open. Yeah, like, those balls. Everybody uses those. Everybody uses the same shoes. I so. think they just have like like really strict like cleaning procedures like to covid and stuff like that um yeah but i know some places like didn't like there was an arcade in Southside that just closed and i didn't didn't even know about it honestly but really um i just read an article about them having to shut down because they they haven't really been or they they were closed for a while when it was like mandatory and then they tried to like figure out a plan to open back up but like keep everyone socially distant and whatnot yeah. 
but I guess like they still weren't making a whole lot of money, so they had to like close down recently, which again goes back to like that, you know, businesses closing and venues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just like people getting hit hard by by the pandemic. Oh yeah, and I feel like a lot of that also plays into like the like I was saying the mentality of it. I feel like just so many people's like ambition and like there's no like nothing pushing you right now there's no like motivation like even with music and writing music and stuff like that dan like bless that man bless (laughs) bless that dan because he just is a writing machine and i absolutely am a big fan of that because i've been writing and trying to write and keep up with him and i also have like when coronavirus happened obviously like everybody being stay at home like the whole stay at home thing tony of space weather was he got like laid off and dan got laid off at the same time and those two both just like stacked up content like to the roof and like with everything happening i lost like motivation with things i had so many plans like i remodeled this room i got a bunch of gear i got like all this stuff for photography and videography and stuff and just i just like lost motivation like physical motivation especially with gyms closing because like i was the healthiest i'd ever been because i've been going to gyms and i haven't been to a gym since march because of all that i've been trying to like put together a home gym but like getting the motivation of exercise at home is like yeah it's so hard compared to like actually going somewhere and exercising it's completely different even dan me and dan were talking about this the other day is like apparently planet fitness is open now to where you can work out on the machines and like take your mask off while you're on the machine so you can like breathe but yeah, like i even that is i just wouldn't like, risk that like i don't want to be around someone that's like breathing sweating all over the sweating place sweating and breathing right next to me or something like that yeah like i just i don't want to deal with because i go to crunch fitness down in the waterfront oh okay and yeah they they open back up well, another thing that was really annoying is they, like, started charging me again, like, even though I wasn't, like, going. And mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, oh, it's such a pain to have to deal with that stuff. Yeah. But, <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's a, that's a whole different story. But, um, yeah, and it's like they started doing, like, where they were just like, ah, oh, whatever, yeah, just do whatever. And if you don't – I guess LA Fitness is another one where they don't – you don't have to wear a mask and stuff because I remember somebody at my work was saying – about that like oh yeah i just go in out to wear a mask and i was like i don't know i just like i can't yeah. like that i feel like that's the worst place you could go mm-hmm. like in the middle of a like with uh in the middle of like the, the virus like spreading around like yeah it, it's like a hotbed for it yeah the, the whole environment like the air circulating through the heat making everybody perspire and just like everybody's bodily fluids just are being yeah exerted all over the place everybody's touching things everybody's sharing the same machines you're touching all over the machine and mm-hmm. stuff it's just there's no clean way to do it. Yeah, that. and I, I love going to the gym because I hate exercising outside. Like I don't yeah. know what it is, but I just hate like going for a run outside is like impossible for me. Like I just don't have the, the the motivation. Well, it's it's more like it's just like, I like just like standing in place and exercising. Like going on a treadmill where you're just sitting in one place and exercising, so I can just tune out. Yeah. Because then I don't have to like think about you know what I'm doing. Yeah. Then I can go for longer then, um, as opposed to like if I go outside to exercise, then I'm thinking about like you know where I where how far it is and like I start getting into that mindset of like oh, I don't really want to go this far and like and you, you know. got to go back and stuff yeah. like that so you can push yourself harder you can go more miles when you're like in one spot when you just yeah. step off and go grab your clothes and leave if you want yeah. to yeah yeah exactly so it's just like it's I'm harder for me and mm-hmm. I've been trying to look into like getting like a home. Like a, I don't know, like a stationary bike or something like that, at least to 
like yeah. do do that from home because I'm just like cardio has just been like almost not I go for walks and stuff but that's about it yeah like cardio has just been like completely gone from and I my... feel like I feel like there's like a direct there probably is like a science behind it but like obviously I just feel like when you get your blood flowing more you like feel better and you have like more motivation like I feel like when mm-hmm. you yeah, I feel like when your body sits stagnant for so long, you just like your mind just kind of like rots. I feel like there's like a direct correlation to your blood not being forced through your body. Because like, I've had days like before, obviously before everything closed, I'd have days where I'd work super long days doing flooring. Like obviously I'm on my knees, like kicking, doing all kinds of really heavy, intense stuff. Right. And I'd be in pain, and people would, like my customers would be like, oh you obviously don't have to go to a gym. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like none of this work is like, makes me feel good. Like all this does is make me feel sore and feel like shit at the end of the day. It doesn't mean I'm like getting stronger from it. It's all about form and stuff. Like if you're not doing like proper form with like what you're doing, then you're not really like helping your body at all. (laughs) Yeah. I'm literally just beating my body down and making it worse. You're not conditioning your body in, in a helpful way. Yeah, exactly. So like, and that's, yeah, I agree with like, it, it's like, even if I just like go for a walk down like South side or something like that down the street to go somewhere, like I just, I feel great. Like when I get back and it's just like, I, you know, cause I'm like getting out, stretching my legs and getting mm-hmm. some fresh air. And like, it's just like, it's a chemical, chemical thing that your body just yeah. like helps you with. And it helps you to kind of like, it's definitely been helping me to like, it motivate me to get back into projects and like. Like just getting out there and just get you know just cha- change the scenery you know moving around a little bit and just kind of helps my you know my brain to you know work a little better than yeah. just sitting around all day and mm-hmm. you know and since I've been working my job from home a lot that's another thing that doesn't help much. You like, don't have a commute. You don't see people. You're just like yeah in one area, forced to be in that area all yeah. day long, and you got to try to motivate yourself to even work. Which yeah. like working from home is probably ten times harder than working at the office because you know what to do and you're getting that office mindset when you drive to work and it's because mm-hmm. that routine thing we were talking about. Once you get into like a routine, you like know what to do and it just becomes yeah like and second nature. Like getting out of that routine, especially like I don't know when I'm at home, I just like I can't get into a routine as easily, like as opposed to like and usually when I I am at my most productive is like when I go out and I sit at like a coffee shop or something like that and have a computer in front of me and I can like I can think when I'm outside of like my my home because it's just like being in a different environment just gets me into a, a better mindset. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have like all these distractions. You don't have, um, you know, it's just like that feeling of like you're sitting at home and you're just like, Oh, well I can just relax and, you know, veg out and yep. whatever else. I don't have to work right now. Like, yeah, it's just like all up to yourself. Like your mind is like telling you like, Oh, you don't have to do this. Like you can, you have a couch right here and obviously your body's like more likely more more times than not going to say like, oh yeah, this is the easier route. I'm just going to go just hang out. Or there's too many distractions. Yeah. Too. Like you Absolutely. see like all your consoles and stuff like that. Like me, that's another thing for me is like I'll get home and I'll have projects and drum parts and things I need to be working on. And all like my friends will be like, hey, like who's hopping on? Like who's getting online tonight? And I'm just like, fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, I, like I, I can't leave the boys hanging because like I just love yeah the, the camaraderie. I love like my friends and hanging out with people and being able to socialize because in a time like now where you're like isolated and away from everybody, any little bit of interaction with friends is just like relieving and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's, like, it's Call Duty definitely and helpful. And so it's just, um, you know, but it's just like a little too much of that and you can get into that mindset where you just like don't you know it's it's hard to get back into 
what mm-hmm. you want to do with your your time so yeah like i completely understand that like yeah. it's just I've been trying to like do this new thing lately where when I'm working on my projects, even like this right now, um, I time myself. Like I, I, I start keeping track of how much time I'm putting into like stuff like this. And I try to set a goal for each day. So like if I'm doing like, I don't know, I try to do like four hours, like each day of like, just like production stuff or like stuff that, I you know, what, whatever video, audio, Recording, streaming, um, website, whatever yeah. is related like to te- that. Tech stuff. Tech stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like, you know, outside of my normal job, I like to try to dedicate at least four hours um, or at least try to go for that goal each day. So I am at least, I know how much time I'm putting into this. And it's not like I lose track of, you know, just doing something else that's not productive and then yeah. i just lose track of time and then i'm just like a week goes by and i haven't done anything because i just like got fell off of that horse so yep. like kind of helps me to motivate me if i just like time myself and just like keep that mentality it's like well here like you know writing down like oh well here's how many hours i put into this day and then it's like well i didn't do anything this day so i gotta pick it up for this day mm-hmm. and like stuff like that and so, you gotta like, like try to motivate yourself with all the shit going on, especially like the election stuff happening. That yeah. was like super stressful. <laughs> and like, obviously everybody's like all the division happening in the world and like everything and all the ads, yeah. like you can't even escape it. You go to YouTube, go to watch a video or go do something. And you got two like minute long unskippable ads. That you have to watch that. It's like, you're being like, forced to see it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. I was like watching it. Like anytime I would try to watch Hulu, I have the Hulu that with the ads, Mm-hmm. So I don't pay for the one that you can get rid of the ads because um, I already have, like, so many streaming services oh, that yeah, I pay I feel, for. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it was, like, every 10 minutes they would, like, do, like, a Trump or a Biden ad. And I was just like, I just don't want to think about this right now. I'm watching mm-hmm. this so I don't have to think about, like, at least for, you know, like, half an hour, like, what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, just, like, let me relax and not worry about, yeah, you know, the state of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, Hold on real quick. I'm going to... Yeah. My snare wires, I'm hearing us echoing through them. We go, ah! There we go. That gets rid of the echo, too. Oh, okay. That sound was bothering me. Every time we'd hit, like, a certain note, it'd be like, I was like, ooh. (laughs) Oof. Uh, I don't think it was picking it up on these mics, but it doesn't doesn't hurt. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's interesting um, seeing things from an outside perspective, too, because it's like, you know, we're like right in the middle of like, you know, a really stressful time and in, in like the country and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I talked to somebody, somebody messaged me on Instagram who like lives in the UK who like follows me. And she was telling me about like, well, this doesn't just affect you guys. Like this is, this affects the entire world. Like where you are, you know, you know, you have, we have a magnifying glass on you and like whatever happens with you guys, like it, it has ripple effects to like mm-hmm. the rest of the world. So this isn't just like an issue for, for just you, mm-hmm. like it's not isolated. So it was like, it was interesting to kind of see an outside perspective on that. And like, you know, this really stressful time isn't just, just yeah. stressful for us. Just stressful for us. It's stressful yeah. for everybody uh-huh. all around the globe. Oh, and I can see why. I mean, you got like a superpower like the United States. And if you have somebody that's like, as unhinged as our president of the last four years as like, and you got that guy in control of you got yeah. his hand being able to that button. He's in yeah. control of that button. You know, it's like, 
This guy's tweeting and just like when you see somebody with that, that their mood like like fluctuates that much. Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody that moody and control and have that much power. So it's like you'd rather have somebody yeah. like or even last. just like keeping good relations with other people and like mm-hmm. you know all the things that we like like the um what's it called the 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 pair uh the um what's Mm. the the accord um that we pulled out of for um environmental stuff the paris accord no it's a the uh i'm trying to think i know what you're i know what you're saying but yeah like how like the whole basically the whole trump administration was just like neglecting the whole all the environmental stuff like, yeah like the passing the thing of like letting coal mines be able to dump in like local streams and like shit like that and like just little things like that i mean i'm not necessarily i'm not a political person but when i see things that that when you see that many alarming things in your news feed and you see this many like red flags it's like okay i guess i have to care about politics now even though i don't want to give yeah. any fucks about politics it's at just all it's like when we're we're being so like i don't know it's just when we get to that point where we're just like we aren't agreeing with the rest, rest of the world that's a really alarming thing yeah like mm-hmm. and you know that's that's saying a lot about you know how divisive we're being and just oh, like yeah. i don't know it's a scary thing to think of mm mm-hmm. And I mean, I even seen on like uh, talking about how the world reacts to this is I seen last night I was watching the news like I think it was like the local news or something. They were showing like towns and big cities all across the world, all across the country, like celebrating, like yeah. the, finding out the news that like Biden has is like the predicted candidate and stuff like that. And then they were showing like global. They were showing like France, like with like a big light on the Eiffel Tower, and they were ringing like church bells and stuff like that. And they were like, they didn't even do this whenever they want. When like when World War Two was won, like the yeah, like not trying to compare the World War Two victory to this guy being out of the Oval Office, but it's crazy seeing the rest of the world literally celebrating. And again, with politics, I'm not a political person, but when you see our president like becoming friends with and hanging out with like Putin and like Kim Jong-un and like, he's like, like becoming allies with these bad guys. It's like, okay, the bad guys are all like teaming up trying to like blur the line between what is good and what is bad. And it's just like people, like the people that follow him, like they, they think like, this is like, Oh yeah, this is great. This is like, no, yeah, everybody. Yeah. This is, you know, this is, this is pretty bad. Like you, you're falling into that that mindset where i mean i don't want to like because it always gets compared to like like compare it to like how like hitler got started but it's yeah like, kind of like that thing where he got a following from like a cult following to where people were like how like in the united like, states they people, thought like he, he everything he was saying or doing was like yeah we're the we're greatest fully thing behind ever. Mm-hmm. all this and it's like yeah like it, it gets so overused when people compare him to Hitler, but it's but just it's like, it's there's so many things that are like it. Like you you saw like during the World War Two stuff, you seen propaganda, and you seen his face and his name plastered everywhere as if he was a god. And now, like this, like you drive around, and you see people like have basically monuments in their yards to this dude. Like people like just make their whole personality. They have their vehicles with like flags all over it. They have like paint their trucks and stuff like yeah, that. People I are think- just like love the dude like it's it's i read somewhere that like we're the only country that really like 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 goes to this extent of like making it seem like it's 
almost a popularity contest. Like it we, is. Like we just like plaster all this like, you know, the name and the um, you know, bumper stickers and you know and uh, you know these big big flags with their names on it and banners and pictures and like we mm-hmm. like I don't think any other country really does that when they yeah. when they when they vote or you know any <clears throat> democratic country that uh, does have a, a voting system in place that's not not really how they how they kind of see their candidates we're the mm-hmm. only country that kind of does it that way where we're just like you know, we have to show our pride towards who we support. and like, Exactly. Like, people will, like, die for – they'll, like, take a bullet for their candidate and stuff like that. It's like, you don't have to be, like, that kind of person. I, I mean, I – yeah. I mean, I'm always – you know, I support, the, like, our country. But it's like, you have to also be critical of your country. Like, that's that's a big thing. It's like, you, yep. you can't be – all 100 percent of the time just like yeah this is you know this is the right direction no matter what they do yeah like you have to like you know you you have to pick and choose like what what basically do your research and understand what oh, yeah. what is going on and not just fully go in blindly supporting whatever is happening like yeah just because you you voted for that person like you have to stand by whatever they say like you don't have to be like that you can disagree with things that they say and i feel like that was like the problem with trump is that so many people made him like like embodied him and they were like okay whatever this guy says is true like like oh he's saying the scientists are wrong oh yeah the scientists must be wrong it's like no no he just says that shit just to like yeah <laughs> Like that's that's just his 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 thing is like he'll just say whatever, and, and it's a law. lot of it is like like false information. But people just like that support him just like immediately think, oh yeah, he's completely correct. Like yep. that's that's law. A hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. whatever he says goes. It's yeah. It's and it's just like that's it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely dangerous when you have someone like that in in a place of power like that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I think is crazy about this election is that a lot of things and a lot of memes and pic- pictures and stuff people were making is like they would show like like oh like this is the difference in the world like of this person gets elected and this is the difference of this probably getting ele- this person getting elected and it was like two airplanes flying over a country like dropping bombs and they were both dropping like the same bombs or whatever and like one said democrat and it had like a rainbow flag and had like the black lives matter thing on it it had yeah. like a lot of things on it and then the Republican one was just blank, but it's just like if you're saying that Democrats, like the Democratic side, is the only side that is accepting of people who do things differently, and the Republican side doesn't support that, then like, like I don't, I don't understand why we're not like why not more people from both sides are supporting people of doing like things like that, like races and people who are like like gay and stuff like that they should be everybody from both sides should be supporting that it shouldn't be just like oh liberals yeah. only liberals and that was, that was are a, in the LB, lgbtq I mean, community that was a big thing i see that a lot in like social media is like you know it's like basically like people were just, are just we're just straight up at that point like listen if you support trump you're basically supporting like racism and like mm-hmm. anti lgbtq stuff and yeah. like because he was all you know basically against that stuff and yeah. And I mean, probably wouldn't openly admit it, but he definitely hinted at it a lot of times. Yeah. And, and I mean, even at the debate when he was asked to denounce racism, he gave like the most softest answer ever. Like he would 
he if you talked about like liberals or anything like that his things he would absolutely shit on them and be like oh they're the worst democrats are ruining the country but you would never ever see him out there saying racists are ruining the country like the the alt right or ruining the country, he would never say that because he knew that that was his demographic that he was appealing to. Yeah, and if he and shit on racists, he was shitting on his own supporters. That's, that's dangerous. Like that shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, I don't care who you, you know, appeal to. You shouldn't be appealing to those types of people. Yeah, you shouldn't appeal to hate whatsoever. And I'm not saying like just to get some votes. Like yeah, I don't. Know. What, what what were you gonna say? I'm I'm not saying like every person who's a Trump supporter is a racist. I'm just no, saying yeah. every racist you see is a Trump supporter. Like you don't see people out there like like hooting and hollering and saying all kinds of racist shit. Saying like oh yeah, and then say that they're a liberal. Like there is no. Like yeah, liberals and it shouldn't be that black or white. Exactly. Like it should be, there should be a middle ground. And I think that's what I'm not saying Joe Biden is going to be the greatest president in the world or even going to be a good president, but he's a better president than the worst president this country has ever seen. And as a step somewhat in the right direction, like I feel like yeah. things will be more calm and like people like me and you who don't care about politics can go back to not caring about politics because you don't have somebody who's constantly on their phone starting world war three by talking shit or saying or spreading some false information or sharing some tweet from some conspiracy page about coronavirus numbers or some bullshit like that i can just go back to saying like okay politics are for people who care about politics i want to go write music and do things without all this shit being slammed in my face and thrown about like yeah that's, that's all i'm happy about with this election election results is that i don't have to hear that dude's name yeah. And Anymore. I mean, it is. I mean, people might say like, well, politics don't directly relate to like, say what you do or what you, but I, I think it, it totally does. Yeah. It, it totally affects how you go about your day and like what you do. And like, you know, a lot of things, I mean, this, I mean, this, that's how this, this country is run is like based on like who who's in charge and how things are done. And then that sort of like, you know, that, that echoes to like, you know, parts of your life yeah. and like how, how you're affected and how, you know, if you're, you're seeing this stuff in the news and then it affects your, your sort of mental state of mind. And not only that, but like the, the direct cause of like, say like, like for example, the, the stimulus check stuff mm-hmm. and like, it's like people needed that money and like, then they got the first check and then they, they were trying to like get, you know, more, and then, like, nobody could agree on anything. And mm-hmm. then it's like you you have to think about who that's all affecting. Like, it's yeah. not just, like— Either side. It's not affecting Democrats or Republicans. Like, you're not owning libs by not giving the American people money that they need in a trying time. It's like yeah. you're fucking over and all it's like, American like, people. Especially, like, artists in particular. And it's just like, the, the, you know, people like that. It's like a lot of people that I work with or that I've worked with in the past, like colleagues in, in like film or video, like they were hit hard by the, the pandemic because mm-hmm. you, you couldn't go out and film stuff like you could before. Um, and so they, they needed that money more than ever. And it's not just like, it's not a, 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 a you know, a Democrat or Republican issue. Like you said, it's just yeah. like, it's, it, these are people's lives are at stake. Mm-hmm. Like, and these, these creative individuals, like, you know, say what you, you know, d- despite your opinion, like, y- you know, you might think, oh, those, those types of jobs you don't need, you know, you know, you, to get by. And it's like, well, you kind of do. Like, yeah. The, when it comes down to it, like the, the, you know, you think about it, you know, let, let's say a grocery store, like grocery store is necessary. Well, how do you promote a grocery store? You, you create materials for it. How do you get those materials? You hire graphic designers, video producers, stuff like that. 
-hmm. you know, so, you know, they, they can get the word out about, Hey, you know, you need to go buy groceries for your everyday living. You know, these resources, you know, this is how, you know, we communicate, you know, this is how we get the message out. You know, it's, it's, you know, th these are still necessary things in our lives that we need. And, you know, they need to, you know, they, they, they need to survive one way or another. And, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's affected by, you know, whether we not, whether or not we, you know, provide necessary funding in a, in a trying time, mm -hmm. you know, if that, if that makes sense. At no, all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And so like, like even music, music is, is a important aspect as well. Cause we use music to, you know, to supplement, you know, a lot of things like the videos and, you know, um, things that we promote um you know and it's just it, it, it's 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 you know it, it's also a necessary you know sort of thing um and, and not just from like a promotional perspective but like from like a, a practical perspective and like um you know kids um going to school and how you know they've been cutting like music programs from high schools and stuff like that that's that's an important thing for because you you want you want those kids to think outside the box and one of the ways that you know they can do that is by expressing themselves through music and art like any and kind art, of art in form. general yeah mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so it's like th these are important parts of our lives and they need to be um, you know they they need to be um, supplemented as such um, which you know it co goes back to like government funding and you know how yeah. we how we look at our education system and how we look at, you know, just, you know, venues and how, you know, taxes and how, you know, how, how that's all distributed and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So, and that's like with schooling and stuff, it's, it's sad, but like the first things that get cut, like the bottom of the barrel things that get cut first are like arts, art classes yeah. and stuff like that. As like people will cut that, but they're focused more on creating athletes and pumping out more possible like prospects that can go on and make a name for their school. Like, Oh, this guy went to go play college for this, like this absolute college. And like, Oh, he got drafted to be in the NFL. That's, oh, that's another bump for our school. Like, Oh, that makes our school look better than this school. And like all they're focused about is more athletics and sport things than they are with art and art just gets swept under the rug while football just gets the first priority. That's actually something that I've been very critical of my college lately because they've started cutting their arts programs to like save money. And I've just been, it's absolutely been like just very frustrating that this place that I went to school, you know, where I got a, a great, I mean, it, it was a small, you know, a small art division within the, the college, but, mm -hmm. you know, they, they helped me to, to expand beyond, you know, my, you know, help me to, to take my ideas and create something practical out of them. What was that that beeping? That was my uh, hotspot dying. Oh, I okay. Think. I yeah. thought maybe it was the camera. So okay. I'm gonna lose, uh, I might lose internet here in a minute, but I really don't need it. Okay. Yeah, it's just like it's. Um, so like it. Um, yeah. So they were like taking away like these things that helped me become who I am today, mm -hmm. um, and like basically defunding them and getting rid of like courses and stuff like that that they deemed unnecessary like in the humanities and in art and stuff like that yeah and basically uh you know everyone's complaint was like 
like, well, why did you spend all this money on like, you know, a football team that doesn't like win then ever? Like, yeah. Like if, you know, that money could have gone towards that, you yeah. know, to towards those programs that people, you know, care about, care about. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's, it's very frustrating that that's, you know, even, you know, the, the liberal arts school that I went to is just like, you know, stuck in that sort of mindset where they need to, they need to promote their things like sports and whatever yeah. else. And it's just, it's very frustrating. You know? They use their art department for basically creating art to support their football team. They're like, yeah. Hey guys, graphic graphics arts department. Can you make some, uh, cool looking things? We need you guys to be good enough to promote our football team. I mean, that's basically a lot of stuff that I did when I was in school, when I worked like in me the media department for the school was we just created a lot of promotional materials for like other parts of the, the campus. Mm -hmm. You're just working for free for them. Yeah. Sometimes it was like sports stuff. Um, we did some, some like, like sports. I don't know if it was like football stuff, but we definitely had some sports videos in there. And, uh, like, you know, just stuff promoting campus activities or stuff that they could put on for, it was a lot of, um, like admission stuff so they can get more people interested in the school and stuff like that. So, yep. you know, but Hey, that's like, that's the reason why you don't want to get rid of that is because it's like, it's, you know, where, how are you going to promote it then? Like, yep. how are you going to promote all these things if you don't have the, the, you know, the, the resources to promote it? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to kind of, it's, it's all going to have like a domino effect. So mm -hmm. eventually. Yep. I feel you. So even my school, like, like they cut a few like arts programs and stuff like that, just from when I was a freshman to when I was a senior, like there was so many things that changed over the course of those few years. And I was like, whatever happened to this class, whatever happened to this class, but nothing ever changed with the sports, all the sports departments mm -hmm. always stayed the same. We're always the first priority no matter what. And then if like something happened with like arts or they lost a teacher or like something happened, it was just like kind of just, yeah, they swept it, swept it under the rug and yeah. just, just moved on and yep. whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's frustrating when that stuff happens and I just don't, I don't know. It, it, it I think it all depends on, um, I mean, it, 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 a lot of it just depends on profit and that's when it comes down to is like, if they're profiting off of this, then, you yeah, know, that's what they'll they'll keep, and if not, then you know they they don't really care, you know what kind of interest it garners. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's just at the end of the day, it's about the money. So, yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, it should that's be about the education. About. I mean, that's when it, when it comes down to it should be about the education. Money shouldn't be a mm -hmm. priority, but I guess. Oh yeah, money you know. is a priority from the highest form of government in this world to the lowest form of it with being a school, whether you're a hall monitor or you're the president of the United States, like everything is like Yeah. Everything, the school that you're going to is all everything's a money thing. The world, everything's a money thing. That's what like me and Dan were actually talking the other day about like how far we think that this is going to be a huge shift in conversation right here, but like mm -hmm how far the human race would go or w are we going to die? Is our species going to die on this planet? And like I was saying to him, like the two things keeping us that are like a ball and chain for our species to this planet are money, a little green piece of paper and religion. Those two things alone are like the things that like in politics, honestly, it was religion up until now. Now politics have the world so divided to where nobody can work what? together as one and like if we all just if like the human race every person on this planet all had the same goal and the same mindset without like that 
fear of like like because obviously we're never ever going to like put like space exploration or any interstellar travel or anything like that as our first priority because like there's no threat there's no imminent threat knocking at our door right now that's like we have the space force now we do we do that is (laughs) that is a real high priority which i'm i I wonder how that's gonna wonder what's gonna happen to that department now that trump's not in office uh but like just our priorities as humans are just so like like so petty like everything that we talk about and worry about and like things that make the news every day are so mm. petty and like what it's like minuscule that just if we all like looked at the big picture of like hey we could come together and like create something that could get us off this planet that could like we could go other places and go farther but just like i feel like everything like even like talking about arts departments and stuff like that, like NASA is probably like the least funded thing that our government has. And like, if it weren't for NASA, we probably wouldn't have touchscreen phones. We wouldn't have all the technology and the things that we have now because the things that they've tested and worked on in space and yeah, all that. It's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the only thing that's going to really like, get us to that point is like if we as a human race get backed into a corner and we're facing like some sort of extinction and that's it'll be too late at that point and we'll yeah. be working on a clock and it'll just be like it'll be like the movie interstellar which i feel like watching movies like that obviously it's a science fiction movie but they use real things that are happening they like project mm-hmm. what things are going to be like in the future and like okay it's already too late now you're working desperately with what materials you do have with your people dying at mass rates because you're like losing oxygen and your food source and like there's no people to build something but if we right now worked on something like that yeah we could probably go places and go colonize the universe but i think that a lot of people I feel like the kill switch, not necessarily the kill switch, but like the, I feel like the backdoor plan that I feel like a lot of people are working on right now, which this is going to sound like some conspiracy shit, but I feel like AI and like stuff like that is being worked on because I feel like if we can get robots and things like that to work and like be conscious and like learn and work like humans and improvise, I feel like that's basically our only like future we have because if we send something up into space that doesn't need food or anything like that to survive they can go work and think like people without the things that we need and those things can live for ever as long as they have like some kind of energy source that like obviously we haven't found yet because everything we have is based on like batteries and gas and things like that so if we could create something that could work like a human and work together and not have small petty dumb bullshit like politics religion things like that are like species and everything could go off and go find other planets that are habitable because obviously this planet isn't going to last forever. No, no, nothing's guaranteed. Our planet could be wiped out by a giant meteor next week. And if we had somewhere else to go and had the technology and the people and the manpower, we could already have that option to where if our planet got smashed by a giant asteroid, oh, well, that's one world that we used to live on. <laughs> we have another option to go live somewhere else. Yeah. Like, but it's just, that's just a whole different conversation that I'm not or necessarily it could just like go smart full Skynet and become self-aware and just kill us all because yeah. we're all an idiots anyway. So. And, and that's why, and that's why I think a lot of those movies are made like that is because they see like, Oh, these humans can't get along because that human is a different color than that human. That's pretty fucking stupid. None of you should be alive enough. You guys can't go up there. I mean, and, that's a, yeah 
and like, oh, we can all get along. Us machines can all get along perfectly fine because we all have a goal. We all know that our survival is key. And humans, it's just like, oh, yeah, me proving this point to you is like key to me. Like that's all that matters as long as like I make you look stupid or if I'm the smartest person in the room. And it's just like, no, if everybody in that room all fucking work together, you could be the smartest group or the smartest species but we will never oh, be like that God. because nobody can ever fucking work together sadly yeah it's just it's a nightmare but yeah oh well at least we're kind of making a step in the right direction we'll see how how things turn yeah, out yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping the things from this election can kind of like if we could just stop being so selfish because i think that's part of the problem is like everybody like gets this selfish idea of like what what they think is best for for everyone yeah and they don't you know they, they they don't consider everything yeah and that's that's part of the problem is like you get these people that just blindly go into you know their beliefs and just like think like well anyone else is wrong and they don't they shouldn't have an opinion and we you know we are the you know you know we 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 stand on top of all that mm-hmm. so it's just like like this book is fact everything in this book that was also written by humans with agendas and motives is perfectly concrete like i have to go by what ancestors told me like we got to live off of this rule book right here and if anybody else doesn't believe that yeah you deserve to die let's let's go off of something that was written thousands of years ago because i'm sure that that applies to everything that's happening today Mm -hmm. same thing with the the constitution is like i was just about to say it like the founding fathers and like everything like that obviously the constitution itself was like sound and everything up until now but just like that was also written by like half slave owners like and just like yeah it's like stuff that like it doesn't apply today because yeah you know we have grown as a uh, as a society since then so we need to like you know that we have to follow a different set of rules than yeah. like something you know stuff that you know technology certain technologies didn't exist that long ago um we have you know we we aren't as closed-minded as we were in that you know in that era mm-hmm. and it's just like a lot of stuff you know you can't follow a document that's you know th- you know 300 years old and yeah. it just doesn't apply anymore and plus like half of the or all of the millionaires and billionaires in this entire country have all found loopholes around the constitution and they just use the constitution basically to keep people like us middle class and like poor people like just swept under the rug like oh you have to listen to this you have to listen to that but none of them are listening to that and that's like what is like they're just using that throwing it in our face like oh you have to listen to this you have to listen to this you have to do this but they all find and weasel their way through loopholes and can make millions and billions of dollars and like 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 the trump family you mean like like jeff bezos and amazon well that too yeah. yeah jeff bezos is a big one that really annoys me oh dude and the fact that like like his wife from the divorce probably made enough to like end world hunger and just like <laughs> she's probably like one of the most richest people in the world and just like that's that's another thing I don't understand is like people say like they're worried about like socialism and like taxing the rich and stuff like that. And most of the people worried about those kind of things don't make nearly enough money for that to affect them whatsoever. And people just like lick the richest people in the country's boots and these people like Jeff Bezos wouldn't piss on me or you if we were on fire. Like they wouldn't do like the least amount of thing to help any of us out. And like of a fraction of their money, like do you need that much money 
to stay alive and to live healthy. You don't like you. No, I would live all about like just securing your future. Like that's what it comes down to is like you use this money so that you, you know, can grow bigger. Yeah. Like it's It's just a power and make more money. Mm -hmm. It's just like at that point it is just power is like how powerful can you get? And like, you know, and like you were saying earlier, it's like a big, like politics have gotten, it's just like a popularity contest. Like whoever's more popular should have the most power. It's like, no, that's not, the that's not how that should go it should be whoever's like most competent and whoever's like the most the person who can address the nation the best like how we were saying earlier like how just like trump and like how and he kind of feeds the fire on things he never he never once during any of like his during his presidency he never once like really addressed the nation to calm people down or like to like steady anybody down. Like when like events or things happen, he just like came out and was like, he just, "Oh, we're gonna handle everything. We're the best. Like everything's the best. Everything's fine." Just like kind of just, just like, downplayed everything. Yeah. Downplayed absolutely everything. Coronavirus is it's under control. Nothing's gonna happen. And like every one of those situations, he ate his words. And there's always like some kind of thing. Like his followers always redirecting. They're just like, "Oh well, this guy said this," and it's just like, "No." the president of our United States is like saying things and doing things. And he's just continually eating his words. Nothing he's saying is aging. Well, he's never addressing the nation and calm things down. People can say whatever they want about Obama. I voted for Obama. I don't agree necessarily that Obamacare was the greatest thing ever. I don't think anybody thinks that Obamacare was even a good thing, but he knew how to speak publicly and he knew how to calm the nation down. Like when shit happened, like the Boston bombing, anything happened, I mean, he was there to console the nation and just like tell everybody like, Hey, everything's going to be okay. We're going to handle this. We're the American people. We're strong together. We're a family and not just like dog this side or shit I mean, on that even, side. Or like, I wasn't a fan of George Bush, like George W. Bush when he was president, but at least he like, you know, he, he's, you know, he knew how to like, talk to us like when stuff like 9-11 happened yeah like you know trump wouldn't i mean god that, who, i couldn't who even imagine how trump would have handled 9-11 yeah that, that would he would have like nightmare. he would have just been smashing the nuke button nuking like he would have nuked afghanistan nuked iraq nuke iran like he would have nuked half of the middle east if something that on that scale happened in today's yeah. world and at least george bush obviously we went to war and deployed people and yeah whatever happened after that happened but like what you were saying, George Bush was like a horrible president to us then, but like how Trump has been reacting to everything then, George Bush looks like the smartest man in the world. Yeah. And he handled Every, Everyone's things. just like, oh, you know, I kind of miss George Bush now. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I'm like, I've been like a Everybody raised Democrat. He was like the worst when he was president. And now we're just like, you know what? Yeah. I'll take him over. Girl. I miss that guy. Like even like, and I feel like a lot of people just like a lot of people shit on Obama when Obama got reelected because like Trump being elected was like their retaliation yeah. to Obama being president. Like, oh, well, this guy did this. This guy's going to do the opposite of all that. And it's just like, not everything Obama did was bad. Like you like, he did a lot of like good things for like the environment and shit like that. And Trump just like basically was like, Oh, Obama did that. He was a horrible president. I'm going to undo all that. And it's just like, dude, not everything he did was bad. And like, it's just, it's dumb. dumb. Yeah. A politics are just a losing yeah. battle. Anymore. In case you're just joining in, this is now a politics podcast. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about how this wasn't going to be about politics when we first started this, but since election week happened, we're kind of just <laughs> yeah, capitalizing just like off the fact that... Venting off of like what happened in the elections. <laughs> yeah, like me and Steve basically blowing off steam from having to eat Trump's shit and hear him and his supporters just 
absolutely talk the most shit in the past four <laughs> years. It's kind of nice to, and like obviously like Joe Biden winning the election, I don't want to like go throw anything in back in people's faces because I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. It's just like I was saying earlier. It's nice to be at a point where like I can. I don't have to hear about politics. I don't have to hear about what our president's tweeting and if we're going to go to war with somebody tomorrow well, over a tweet. Well, you still got a couple months until you don't have to hear about that. So yeah, well, it's, we it's gotta not hear. over. It, 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 it's the worst is over, but there, we're still going to hear shit until, yeah. until he is finally out. <laughs> yeah. For the, uh, from now until January, the most lawsuits and the most whining and crying about recounts and voter fraud is going to be talked about. And it's just the most ridiculous. I mean, he hasn't even seceded yet. Yeah. Like, and he's which, not, he's probably not going to, he's just going to just chill there and be like, Oh, you have to kick like, me out, no, take me out, kick me and scream. Yeah, we're going to find a way to figure out how this, this election was a fraud and blah, yeah. blah. And I'm just like, Oh God damn yeah. it. Just, just, like, just let it be over. Yeah, just like the last election was like, all they talked about was like, Oh my God, everything's rigged. The election's rigged. But when he won, he's like, Oh my God, a great day for democracy. Justice is served. It's like, Oh wow. Just because you won, the election wasn't rigged. And then they talked about like the whole, all the Russian collusion and all that stuff afterwards, which like I really didn't care about. Uh, just, and like I didn't even vote in the 2016 election because I didn't think that Hillary yeah. Clinton was a viable. I could not tell well, myself that Hillary Clinton was a viable that was candidate. Part of the problem with the election is yeah. like nobody wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I think that's what really screwed the country. Yeah, honestly. And like they put in <laughs> Joe Biden, who is like probably like the just the most plain Jane guy ever. And like everybody look was at like, this white bread dude. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, oh my God, that's not Hillary Clinton up there. Okay, take my vote. Take my vote. Like it's not Bernie, but it's also not Hillary Clinton. Not like, those r- are the not the radical crazy white guy, but the yeah the normal white guy. Yeah, the regular plain Jane white guy who we've already had an experience with of having eight years of just boring yeah. nothingness. Just, and, hey, him just standing behind Obama the whole time, just exactly like giving him a thumbs up and yeah, just smelling some hair here and there. Like hey, you know, whatever. being a part of a whole meme movement. Exactly. And. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I hope they bring back the Biden memes. Oh yeah, great. they're already they're already back. I've been seeing so many oh, things really? on Instagram, oh, and man. that's like my home is Instagram. That's like my favorite social media yeah. platform, just mostly because it's content based and it's mm-hmm. not opinion based. Facebook is like that's true. I love Instagram because it's more content than opinions. Yep, and that's why you will see me on Instagram more than you will see yeah, me on Facebook, Facebook. Facebook's just a giant trash, like just a burning dumpster. Oh yeah, like all the time, and I just don't want to. go And I feel like a reason why Instagram is so nice is because you don't see old people and boomers on Instagram. Instagram was like kind of like a millennial, like when that came out, all the millennials and all like the like the uh, creators and influencers immediately pivoted. Like, oh my god, I can like make a career off of posting pictures of myself. Hell yeah! And like old people didn't want anything to do with that. So when you get on Instagram. Even Twitter's not as bad. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, Trump's on Twitter, but like... I feel like that probably than, raked in a lot of boomers is whenever Trump oh, became president and like God. everybody was like, oh, I got to follow the news. I have to get Twitter to follow the news. And people just wanted to sit there and refresh and just get that nonstop feed of, oh, what's my favorite person doing? What's my president doing? And it's just like, it's oh just my God. Like, at least people kind of keep their opinions to themselves more than like, say, Facebook. Facebook is just like, it's just like... Yeah. Facebook has turned into like a podium for any individual who just wants to spew their thoughts on things. And Mm -hmm. like, like, I guess like Twitter's like that too, but Twitter is a little more, I want to say it gets buried faster. It's it's more neutral because it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more information. Like just people throwing out like, yeah, you know, these like one line, you know, thoughts about stuff. And then it just immediately gets buried by everything else. Yeah. 
where Facebook is like people were just like typing essays on like, you know, mm-hmm. their thoughts and like, you know, their hatred and spewing oh, yeah. like all sorts of like, you know, linking random like like articles that have no like no source or no, you know, mm-hmm. like conspiracy stuff and what I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's just, I mean, Instagram and Twitter, everybody has that, but I feel like Instagram has way less of it. I feel like it's mm-hmm. harder to find that kind of bullshit. Like when you get on Facebook, there's like people trying to like buy you in the pyramid schemes and like everything like that. Like everybody from your hometown from high school is like somebody, always trying to hit you up and stuff about something. Somebody tried to get me roped into a pyramid scheme like years ago. Somebody I went to college with, like it was the weirdest he he tried to like um uh, like sell it as like it was gonna like help me grow my video business or something like that so i actually like believed him at first because i I'd never like really been in a pyramid scheme so i like went to this like seminar thing which i thought was just like an information thing mm-hmm. and it was just like as soon as i walked in like this guy was just like oh well you know you you buy into this you pay so much money and then you go and like start getting recruiting other people to pay this money. And I was like, Oh my God, this is a pyramid scheme. Yep. And I just like immediately walked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yep. Nope. <laughs> yep. I fell into like, that fresh out of high school. I was working at a dairy queen here in Washington. And one of my, one of my friends was working for this, like working for this company where they sold kitchen sets. Yeah. And like, I went there and checked it out and like they did the, they did the demonstration to me, which I was basically being trained to go do to do in other people's houses Mm-hmm. and like he was showing me he's like oh check out this piece of rope grab me your sharpest knife out of your kitchen yeah here's my sharpest knife oh i can't cut rope check this out check out my steak knife and he just like cuts through it with one thing so the product was sick but just like the way that they were like making you the, their practice i guess you could say like the way that you had to go sell this was kind of creepy like they'd be like oh yeah write down all your family and friends on this notebook and stuff like that and then like you go into their houses and make appointments and stuff like that and you make 15 dollars per appointment but you make like a certain percentage if you sell so like you kind of push them you want to push the sell because you make more money. So you make people feel bad for you and want make them want to buy it. And I'm just like, I uh, don't know. And I just got to a point where I sold a good bit, but I just didn't like, they were starting to like push some more. They were like, Oh, well, if they say no, like say this. And they were just like trying to get me to twist people's arms to like be a snake. And I was just like, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to like yeah. go into people's houses and make them feel uncomfortable and feel pressure them into buying something that they don't necessarily need that costs a ton of money, even though it was a good product still just like their practice and the way they went about it. And then I got an email, uh, probably two years ago saying there was a big class action lawsuit on the company <laughs> that, it, that it was a pyramid scheme. They're like, Oh, come on down and like jump on in the pyramid scheme. Everybody's suing this company. And I'm like, I don't want $15 to go take a day off of work to go, participate in whatever bullshit you're doing yeah. just whatever i i made yeah, money off of at them. that point yeah i made more money off of them than i lost money because i sold some kitchen sets so like it's whatever they mm. compensated me for my time so like i just whatever yeah i uh i uh was it I've, I've been i've worked sales jobs like that before where it's just like they set it up in sort of like a um um, in like tiers that you sell things in like tiers. Um, mm-hmm. and like I did, a, I had to do, I did a couple months at like a retail photography studio and it was like the worst job I've ever had in my life. Cause oh, I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, photography, this will be great. Like I can get creative experience and stuff like that. It's, it's all it is, is about selling stuff. Like that's all they care about is you making good sales. Like they could, they couldn't give two shits about how the pictures look as long the as you're quality. selling them. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you, you just feel awful when you like sit down with these people to like sell them stuff. Cause you're basically just, you have to, you have to follow this rule book and like to the T um, and it's basically just you trying to like scam these people out of like loads of money that these pictures pictures are not worth mm-hmm. and you just you feel terrible for it and then and then they they treat you know this company i mean this company doesn't even exist anymore because they like went bankrupt and like thankfully because they were they were a shitty company um but um yeah and then they closed down all their stores and uh but they uh yeah, they, they basically, they treated their employees like shit. They didn't pay them very well. And then like they, they, they made their employees treat their customers like shit. So they were paying more money and mm-hmm. like feel bad if they're not paying it, like make them seem like they're getting good deals out of stuff, even though they're paying a load of buttload of money for stuff they don't need. And it's yeah. just like, it's, it's, it's terrible how, yep. yeah, it's just like, I don't know, just like this, stuff like that. It's like, it's just like, it, it, how is it so hard to have like a, a moral compass? Like mm-hmm. when you when you're doing a job, like pretty hard anymore apparently. Like again, it just goes back to our conversation about it. it's all about money anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's just oh god, I, best day ever was when I quit that job. Oh yeah, yep, I just texted my coworker and I was like, yeah, I'm not coming in. I'm done with this. Yep, <laughs> I've been there before. My last job before my carpeting job was my worst job I've ever had, both physically and mentally. All uh, it was just going to work every day doing that hard labor and being talked down to basically by my boss and stuff when I'm doing everything yeah. I was just like fuck this I, I can't do this and the best day ever was when I just threw all my shirts and threw all my shit in his truck and was just like fuck you I quit and it was like I already had my new job lined up so it's not like I was just like falling flat on my ass like I had a plan I, yeah. planned, I planned behind his back and was just like alright I'm getting my last paychecks day I get paid is damn quitting that Monday next next after the weekend I start my new job Swift transition. That's such a good feeling. And it was the best feeling because I was just like, I was like, fuck you. I quit. And it was just like, oh, great, great feeling. Yeah. I was like when I was working my gas station job while I was still freelancing and like the, 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 my, my day, I had it all planned out for my new job. And the day I quit was just like the best day ever. Cause I'm just like throwing it all in my face and like the, the shitty, like, you know managers that i worked for and just like yeah i never have to see any of you again in my life and good mm-hmm. luck to like finding someone to do this crappy job and <laughs> yep exactly like feels good mm, like i don't know that really needs to that's another thing is like they really need to reevaluate those types of jobs because they just oh yeah like they they don't super underpaid yeah super underpaid overworked and then they they're also underappreciated because people are just like oh well they don't need to make that much money for a job like that yeah like why do you need to be paid 15 dollars an hour to to like make food and it's like yeah like time uh, is money time is money like if you're if i'm like i've worked that job i know what it's like it's not (laughs) yeah exactly sure you don't you don't need an education to do a job like that but it's not about that it's about like like busting your ass and just feeling like shit after mm-hmm. a shift like that is just the worst. And then getting yelled at by people yeah. because you didn't do something right. And like, yeah, you shouldn't like, be, you shouldn't be getting paid a rate that was being paid in the nineties, like seven twenty five an hour to make a, to like stay alive or to feed your family or to feed somebody when you're in like yeah. 2020. Cause like, inflation like everything costs way more now than it did then I mean, it's not but just, the rate of like 
of fucking uh, 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 what is it? Minimum wage so low, and the cost of everything else is so high. It's just like it's and it's not just that. It's just like the way we we see those jobs is so different now than in the nineties. Like yeah. you don't. I mean, I, I don't think people, at least as much, like trashed on like fast food jobs and stuff like that. It's like these, you know, these grunt jobs and, yeah, you know, pe- because people could still use them as like a livable wage job. And now it's just like, well, it's, you know, it's like the, these jobs don't matter. They don't need to be paid anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like it's 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 such a, a cyclical effect or like a, you know, a you know, just keeps going in like a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's just like, they consider it like a teenager job. Like, Oh, you go get that job when you're 15, work it till you're 18, till you're out of high school. And as soon as you're out of high school, you got to go to college to go get a degree, to go get your career job, which it's like, okay, if you don't get that career job, you're stuck with like an insurmountable amount of debt. Yeah. It's just like, and that's the, the, uh, the other thing is just like, it's, you know that they, even a college degree these days isn't worth as much as it used yeah. to be. Yep. And like you can't, you're not guaranteed like a good job out of college. I mean, I didn't get a good job right out of college. Yeah. You know, no, I, you got to know someone. You got to know someone now. Yeah. You basically you have, have to, to have in, like an in. In yeah, you have to be in that industry. You have to have good good standings with a, a business that you may have done like a an internship with or like mm-hmm. you know just. Um, and even internships, somebody could come in who's. The boss knows the dad or something like that. And if you're doing an internship with some other kid who knows somebody, that kid's going to win 100% of the time because he knows somebody. Like their yeah. family is friends with the business owner. Like you said, that nepotism type of mindset that yeah. you know, these, these businesses tend to have. And it's just... It's, mm-hmm. it's all about who you know anymore. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, this is... It's just... It, it, it makes things easier if we can just hire somebody that we, we kind of know and instead of just like going through all these candidates that are more qualified i mean that takes too much time you know? yeah it's like it's uh, i feel it's you it's a frustrating thing but yeah uh well we we've been going for a while um how long about an hour and a half oh, okay um did you have anything you wanted to promote other than um, um i mean if i'm music that you're working on yeah i mean if i'm promoting something i would tell people well the most re- the first most relevant thing i would tell people to go check out is the new space weather music video we did for uh dancing demons uh okay. tony hired a uh dude clint tustin dude uh plays guitar for uh, the galactic empire that star wars metal band okay and I think he's a standing touring artist for Baby Metal, I think he was saying. Okay. Which is, like, kind of huge. And he was just awesome to work with. He does, like, a lot of stuff. He does, like, work with, like, August Burns Red. Like, he's been doing, like, some drum playthroughs with Matt Greener and shit like that. Dude's cool. super good at what he does. I might be hitting him up for doing some Nafel work, too, for, like, a music video or something down the road. Obviously doing some stuff with you, doing some stuff with him, like, working between the two just like seeing the stuff that he did was really cool yeah but uh the space weather music video uh we got a new nafel song coming out in, like the next month or two uh got a new nafel album being in like the production state right now we are working on making demos we have four songs four pretty long songs that's what we're all about is making long ass songs <laughs> and uh i think we're gonna have some vocal features on this new album cool which will be cool i feel like we're, we're trying to experiment with that gonna have some features from some uh some big names nice. so yeah that's what i would promote is the new space weather music video and uh obviously go check out 
our most recent album, Solidarity, Nafel's most recent album, Solidarity. We worked really, really hard on getting that album out. And obviously worked with you for getting the guitar playthrough video, which we loved, out. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. Um, where can people find like more about the the video and the the, the album? Uh, we got I got a link on our in our Instagram bio, and like I got links like basically our YouTube channel. Okay, if you can. Basically, if anybody typed in like one word, Nefel Band, N E P H E L E B A N D, mm-hmm. like in one word you'll find everything because i've locked that down that tag and everything instagram <laughs> facebook youtube big cartel everything that we have is nafel band cool. so if you type that in and can find anything about that that's us awesome and space weather is a little hard to find because there's actually stuff about space weather like actual <laughs> space weather like nasa there's like more nasa things you will find when you search space weather like yeah. if you dig hard enough if you look up the most recent album, like Space Weather EP, like self-titled EP, I guess it's even harder to find the initial e- Space Weather EP because it's self-titled. So you're just like yeah. Space Weather, Space Weather. It's like, well, just kind of got to look I'm up sure song if names. you type in EP after Space Weather, that yeah. might narrow it down more. Yeah. And I mean, the name of the channel is called Space Weather. And if you type in like a song name off the EP, like like Dancing Demons, which is the name of our most recent video that we come out. If you find okay. that, you'll narrow the search down and find the channel, everything else. So it's a little more easier that way. Okay. How about uh, if, one, if people want to just learn more about just you? Uh, there's not really much to know, much to learn about me, other than the <laughs> amount of memes I share on Facebook or on Instagram, which my uh, my – Instagram handle is Hornhub, H-O-R-N-E-H-U-B. It's Perfect. A little, little pun for my last name, which people either love or hate, but <laughs> I love it because it's hilarious. Yes, I love it too. But, Never uh, change it. That's that's basically uh, that's basically it. Cool. All right. Well, appreciate you taking the time to do this. Um, we definitely talked about some good shit today. So yeah, yeah, a lot of controversial it. things that yeah. people will probably definitely, shit on us for. Definitely a lot of hot takes, but you know, yeah, it's it's whatever it's like this this podcast can range anywhere from pretty neutral to like getting in the thick of things and Mm -hmm. not caring about you know people who oppose the opinions because it's just like it's whatever it's my podcast i'll do whatever the fuck i want exactly (laughs) that's what all people's podcasts and stuff are for is expressing your voice and you know if you don't if you don't like what i'm talking about then don't listen to the podcast exactly as that and if you do like what you're listening to share and tell your friends about steve's cypher i media podcast yeah that's correct thank you i appreciate the the little bump there Uh uh-huh i don't know how i just pulled that from the hip i don't know how i just remembered (laughs) all that in the back of my head but i sure did so yeah. All right. And I will see you around. So, yeah. Awesome.